0: Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich.
1: Well, hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone, where pleasure can exist. But pleasure can exist in more places than on this show, guys, for real. Like, you don't have to wait till Monday nights at 8 p.m. when I go live for you to bust open the pleasure zone, because that pleasure zone is with you all the time. It's part of your body, especially, it's part of your body when you're feeling good, for sure. And this particular episode has been brought to you by the cold that I had last week, or whatever that thing was that took me down and out, not in the sexy way. But according to my husband, slightly sexy, it's hard to say. So today's topic is going to be called Breathing into Orgasm, and yes, it's completely and totally possible. There's different variations of breathing into orgasm for sure, and there's a lot of different components to this so we're going to be talking about different components to the breathing into orgasm some people refer to it as the female orgasm but men can do this too absolutely and totally it's not just a secret for women so what is what is this whole concept of breath right like without breath we're not alive and i'll tell you this much like after my experiences of you know trying to sleep when you know your your nostrils are plugged and then your throat's slightly sore well, my throat started out sore where I could hardly talk last Tuesday. Um, so I had all these things going on with my body, which were fascinating and illuminating. And, you know, you're just like, I'm lying around and I'm hardly able to breathe. I'm like, oh, if I could just breathe, oh my God, it would be so lovely. And so um, it was It was like a strange temperature going on in um, my house last week. It was like kind of kind of warm, kind of cool, kind of damp, kind of dry. It was like hard to tell. It was such a weird week. And my my nostrils went uh, in tune with that too. So they were going from dry to wet to dry to wet and just obnoxiously annoying. So I was having a very hard time breathing and just thought, oh my God, it would be so lovely just to breathe. How orgasmic is breathing, which is actually what invited this whole topic and also knowing that we can change a lot of our, um, our, our different, the different uh, things like dopamine levels in our body. We can change all of these things through breathing. And they actually um, have studied this scientifically. So we will look at that today, and we're going to actually go through a little exercise on how to do the breathing into orgasm as well. So there are some really simple ways out there, and um I'll be sharing at least one with you and I also invite you at any time to create ones that work for you as well. So when in general when you look at the energy of orgasm or what people call what people call orgasm which for most people what they're actually talking about is climax there tends to be um a different breathing that occurs, right? So when you're looking at the bodies of somebody who's about to have an orgasm Sometimes they hold their breath. Sometimes they expand their breath. It depends on the person and what they've studied or not studied. But the average Joe and the average Jane will usually just start to, um, their breath, the breath of, of so-called orgasm slash climax, will start to have an increased elevation of breathing. like <gasps> And some people actually think that it sounds um, like drowning, actually, it's what my daughter informed me when I was uh, about, this is about five or six years ago, um, she thought I was drowning when I was with my husband, having some fun in the bedroom, and she's like, Mommy, are you okay? You sound like you're drowning. And uh, Mike, to name him, uh, yelled back and said, Don't worry, sweetie, we're just swimming. And I'm like, Oh my God, you <laughs> he her. That we're swimming, and then she got really confused. How come you guys are swimming without me? When did we get a swimming pool? Oh, poor kid. She was so lost and confused. And luckily, he doesn't refer to this as swimming anymore because, oh my lord, it could really get confusing. (laughs) So, yes, it may sound like you're out of breath, like you've been swimming, possibly like you've been working out and you've got that pant going because sometimes if you're having a lot of activity, you will have that. Breathing like you've been working out. And that breathing can be like short breaths. It can be um, sometimes where your body's trying to gain oxygen, right? So it's like just breathing to survive, right? And that level between survival um, and turn-on, like there's like a fine line between having an orgasm and death. And there's a fine line between oxygen coming into your body and having your body... Be turned on with life and then having oxygen come into your body from uh a release of energy that actually brings um a climax to the other side, so bodies are pretty wise and they generally don't let us die um during during orgasm. they will find a way to make your way through, and usually your body will find a way to breathe to either get you back to being present or your body will find a way to breathe to bring you into even greater um, sensations and increased, you know, um, heart rhythms and and increase all of these different uh, things like dopamine going on in the body. So pretty fun when you can allow your, um, you just start to observe all the different ways we breathe. So we start with that, right? You know, we can look at even when we're first born and the breaths, Um, You know, just hearing a baby breathe is like one of the biggest reliefs ever. You know, when after you've given birth, all you want to hear is that baby cry to know that it's breathing. So breathing itself is definitely something that we associate consciously and unconsciously with life. And we also can start to begin to associate it with pleasure and pain. Different kinds of breath will start to associate with Um, pleasures and pains. And when you start to look at the ways that people breathe with pleasure, you might start to notice what are some um, different breathings that people have done, right? So, for example, let's look at a little kid who just gets like the present of a lifetime, and at first it's like, oh, and they take a deep breath in, and it's almost like they like capture the entire moment through breath in their body, and they hold on. Uh, in excess consciousness, that's referred to as a beyond. Even when something's great, you're like, oh, and you've held your breath, and you're holding on. So releasing breath is amazing. Um, in order to have you remember to actually breathe in, if you just start to learn to breathe out, can be really helpful. Once you breathe out... Your body has a natural inkling to want to breathe in, so um if you if you feel like you're holding your breath, you know chances are you probably are. I look around at a lot of people who breathe really shallow and they tend to hold their breath um and a lot of times when people are breathing really shallow and are holding their breath, they're not really fully experiencing presence with their body and we'll talk about some tools on how to get really present with. With your body that are really, really simple, um so it's really kind of a fun thing to do, so definitely learning to breathe to get present and to just notice oh am i am I breathing deeply? Where am I breathing to? am I breathing to you know the back of my throat? am I breathing into my chest? am I breathing into my abdomen? am I breathing into my anus? am I breathing all the way down into my feet? am I breathing into the ground? am I breathing all the molecules of the universe into me through me through every molecule of my being. Now that's where the fun starts to come in. And sometimes it's a really strange one because it's an it's an experience that's kind of far fetched to most of us. It's like, well, how do you breathe through your skin? But you actually do. If you've ever noticed if you put your you know, your arm under water, um we have all these little tiny um the tiny little uh, for if my brain was working today that would be helpful <laughs> like tiny little holes in our body and oxygen is coming in and out of all of us all the time so and there are energy receive, receptacles on our whole body there are information receptacles and so when you're when you go underwater you just might start to notice that there is like oxygen that your body on uh, is not just breathing through your lungs but it can Um, you can start to learn how how to actually, like, ingest air through your entire being. Yes, pores. Thank you, Keisha. Oh, my Lord, my brain is, like, just coming back from the fog zone from last week. So, yes, we have ways of breathing that maybe aren't as common. You know, we know about breathing through our noses and our mouths, and that's great. And we're going to do some really, really simple breathing just to get you into the mode of, Becoming aware of your breath. And then we're going to take it even further. So so becoming aware of your breath. So one of the things that you can start to do is that there's something called alternate nostril breathing. And I don't know if you've ever tried this before. <laughs> but there's a method called alternate nostril breathing where you literally, you will close one nostril off. So there is a method to it, but we can keep it simple. So you just kind of press one nostril in, and breathe through, obviously, the one that's open. And then on the breath out, you breathe you switch nostrils. And you breathe out through the nostril um, that you'd first had uh, closed off. So let's start with, for example, put your finger on your left nostril. And then breathe through your right nostril. So breathe breath in. And then put your finger on your right nostril and breath out. And then breathe in through the left nostril and then put your finger on your left nostril and breathe out of your right nostril so do you get that so play with that a little bit that's called alternate nostril breathing and that can start to clean some energy out it's a really fun way to shift the energy to to clear your mind as well and it can start you to get um, become more aware of your breathing so Alternate nostril breathing can be a lot of uh, fun as a method. You can also do uh, like where you're breathing through both nostrils and breathing out of both nostrils. So you can breathe in for the count of like four and you can breathe out of your nostrils if you like through the count of eight. You can also do different breathing where you're breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. So you breathe in through your nose, for an example the count of four so breathing in and then out with your mouth so you'll notice that there's different maybe some little different reactions that go on in your body but what most things will occur when you are breathing in general is that your body will start to feel like a sense of relaxation now how does relaxation Go with an orgasm. It seems kind of backwards. I get that. I get that most of us see orgasm as something that's a build-up, a build-up, a build-up, and then an explosion. Uh, there's many ways to have an orgasm. So we're going to be playing with um, different ways to invite those energies into your body that don't necessarily mean um, that you're going to have like an aggressive push of energy coming out of your body. So, the gentle breathing and learning to practice breathing, so learning to practice breathing out, learning to practice breathing in doing different kinds of breathing, whether it's alternate nostril breathing, whether it's in through your nose, out through your nose, in through your nose, out through your mouth, these are as old as life because at some point historically, people started to become aware that that there's something that's going on with breathing. And when you look at things like Tantra and different yogi, uh, yogi teachings, a lot of them have derived from different breathing techniques. Even things like doing mantras in order to um, get in touch and to feel connected with a higher power. We do those through breathing techniques as well. So you can breathe in a word and you'll breathe out a word. And those can also start to shift your consciousness. They can start to shift your awareness. And they can start to help you for your body to feel energized and alive again. So conscious breathing is an amazing thing. And it's amazing what you can do with your breath when you are conscious breathing, and we are going to have some fun with that in this episode today. So I hope so far you're enjoying this and you've been practicing some of the little techniques I've been sharing with you. We're actually going to be heading to our very first commercial break, so play with some of those breathing techniques while we head off there. We, you are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial.
0: to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert?
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. We're going to be talking about breathing into orgasm tonight. And if you joined me uh, earlier, you would have heard our little discussion on different kinds of breathing and the importance of breathing and the fact that without breath, we're not alive. That's just about how it goes, kids. So if that's true, then how much fun can we have with breath itself and what breath can offer us? So, one of the things I'd like to make clear, too, is that uh, it's actually our brains that are having the reaction to orgasm. It's what's going on when we breathe in that occurs in the body that's having a chemical reaction to the brain that is actually what is creating the orgasm. So to to kind of break it down with some, some science here, it's really that the brain responds during during all things like orgasms. And what scientists have measured is that female orgasms have been measured on in general. So, guys, you don't have to fight me on this. The female orgasms in general tend to last longer. So um, scientists have actually studied the brain imagery of women's brains to try and track um, different things. And what the scientists found was that the energy of orgasm had the most impact on our ability to literally change our brain our thought processes, um, and any of our hardwired habits. So I'm a huge fan of using orgasm to change my life. I'm a huge fan of using orgasm as a type of magic. And I'm also a huge fan of using it to heal my body. And so last week when my body was going through all this stuff, um, you better believe I was inviting my body to have as many orgasms as possible which is also contradictory to what a lot of different um teachings say about that they talk about you're wasting uh, the you know the healing energy or the you're you're you you're supposed to contain it and reuse it and I, I like to think that our sexual energy is our life force energy and if we are infinite beings then we have uh an, innumerable, you can't even count the supply of energy that we've actually got, it's just a matter of tapping it and using it, and it's like tapping it is like you put a tap on it, like tapping trees so I live in a forest basically, and every March, if if I went out there and I stuck a little tube in one of my maple trees at the right time, and I tapped it which is called tapping it, stuff would flow out of it, so when you're tapping something, you can either You can just kind of put a little energy into it and then you just kind of notice it and then energy starts to flow out of it. So if you're wondering what the hell is tapping it, just kind of imagine that it's like tapping a tree and you're like, oh, that's my sexual energy is like a tree. I'm going to go put a sap tap in there, stick that in and let it flow out. Awesome. (laughs) And sometimes it's just creating a little open space for it to actually come out of there. So have some fun with that for sure. So this whole thing around the brain and the brain changing in general is called neurogenesis. And the brain itself does change during orgasm. They know that. They've measured that. They know that the brain releases huge amounts of dopamine and oxytocin. Um, Oxytocin is released during a few things as well. Like when I was nursing my daughter, oxytocin was my superhero friend. Um, So it's actually been measured and compared to the equivalent of like a shot of heroin. So, for anybody who's, you know, looking to get off drugs, maybe start taking up orgasm instead. I mean, there's a excellent transfer of energy. Just saying, it's possible. And and these these chemicals like dopamine and oxytocin, they actually transform our brains. And it's pretty amazing. Dopamine itself can manage things like motivation, power will pleasure attention concentration and it is amazing at actually growing and supporting the growth of new neurons so neurons are um parts of the brain that are used to create thought patterns so by stimulating dopamine release you actually are creating brain pathways that support your ability to do things like focus, to reason, to be creative, to increase your pleasure, to increase your attention. And when you think about it, when you are, say, for example, masturbating and you're breathing and the dopamine is starting to jump into your body, you might start to notice that there is like a desire to have a focus, right? So whether it's focusing on the sensation of touch between your body and your genitals or a toy in your genitals or somebody else stimulating your genitals or other body parts um whether it's that kind of focus of of the touch or whether it's the focus of different sensations or different um stimulation that's around some people like sight so they'll use uh pornography as a focus some people will use watching their partner strip as a focus you know there's so many ways um, but the brain really does kind of like to hone in on something so that it has a it's it's like it, it's like okay, we got this we got we've got a target we've got this target called fantasy, and we're gonna just bring it to that fantasy level, uh which is beautiful, and then there's a time in your life where also um you know that focus can be stuff like you know you can actually get turned on by thinking about expansion of your business, you can get turned on and get orgasmic and actually increase your business with thinking about your business. You can have orgasms with that. I did a 21-day series twice so far, and I'll probably be doing another one coming up in August, called uh, Sexual Magicism, which is a 21-day practice of sexual magic, which is magicism is the practice of magic. So it can be a heck of a lot of fun, and this is really i'm just looking at some of the comments in my chat room here and i'll share some of them with you guys later so oxy oxytocin will be next on our list of amazing chemicals that kick in during uh our brain changes with the breathing and with orgasms so for the most part oxytocin does show up uh, with like things like sexual activity with childbirth with breastfeeding um so i just i breastfed till my daughter was almost 4 3 weeks shy of 4 and it was honestly my saving grace it was one of the greatest um contributions to my body and my sanity ever um oxytocin is one of those things that is they say is the chemical that helps to create a sense of social bonding a sense of generosity a sense of caring um, and also changes your brain and creates new neurons. So it, it's it's one of those really amazing um, gifts, I think, for the body. So for me, um, where can I get more oxytocin, right? Like, that's my question. Well, it's not just sex. You can get it through uh, self-stimulation. There tends to be more of it when there's other people involved because it has to do with bonding. So if you if you are able to have that sense of bonding with yourself it can get quite amazing too so so these are your things that are going on in your brain which are pretty amazing when you really think about it and, and then the question is well how do we breathe to reach orgasmic euphoric states like how do we do that that sounds just outrageous doesn't it like nice thanks for talking about your all your lovely um, brain things, but I really want to give you guys the background of what's like occurring in your brain. When you're doing the breathing, these things will start to kick in, so it's very helpful to know that. Um, just uh, it, To me, it's helpful to know that because I like having all the information I possibly can. I'm like an information junkie, and then I like to investigate more information and see what is uh, true and what, what's the consistency across the board, and... I never thought of myself as a researcher until a friend of mine who um, is a researcher by profession was like, you're a researcher. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't like research. And he's like, yeah, you research sex all the time. I'm like, oh, right. I guess I am a researcher. How adorable. Maybe one day I'll go for my PhD in sexology or something. Who knows? That would be fun. I have to get my master's first then, don't I? So, thoughts out loud to you guys from me <laughs> so, so one of the things that we're looking at um, today is orgasm which does not equate to sex by the way sex and orgasm completely separate a lot of times people um, assume that uh, you know sex equals orgasm orgasm equals sex But, no, sorry, an orgasm does not equal climax. They're not the same thing. So what is climax? What is orgasm? I've done many, many shows on that, but climax is where that's when um, the explosion happens. Orgasm is the buildup of energy, which is what we're going to be playing with today, is the building of the energy and the building of the euphoria feelings and the building of the yum-yum and the wetness and the hardness and all the good stuff. It just gets your body, like, so stoked to be alive that's what we're going to be doing today bumping it up so that you can feel like you just want to like bump and grind like a pro good times bumping it up so yeah i know that there's a lot of confusion out there around the difference between that so if you're like how do i breathe into a climax well there there is i know that you can because i know i've done it many times um, and we we will move into that. But I'd like to build you to the place where you can actually breathe into, um, into orgasm as well. So let's remember some of our breathing techniques. And let's remember that we have body parts too. So we're going to do a little quickie just before the next break. And this time I'd like you guys to breathe and be aware that you have genitals. We're going to do this at the same time. So you're going to breathe in and then just notice, huh, I've got genitals fascinating it's very rare that we actually breathe and notice we have genitals at the same time we'll often like we'll breathe and then it's just in our nose down maybe into our uh, parts of our respiratory system if we're lucky to breathe down to our diaphragm we're really rocking it but um, for the most part we don't and we certainly don't breathe and acknowledge we have genitals at the same time that's just wild so Take a few breaths in, you know, count to the count of six or seven, so breathe in. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, hi, I have genitals. Fantastic. Now, as you're doing that, you might notice that your genitals are like, whoa, hello, thanks for noticing me. Cool. And then you're going to breathe out and just keep noticing that you have genitals. Oh, my God, I still have genitals, even when I breathe out. Fantastic. Look at that. So breathing in, notice you have genitals, breathing out, notice you have genitals, just notice, that's all we're going to do for now. That's a little fun thing you guys can play with, and we're going to be heading off to our second commercial break here on Inspired Choices Network, and you're listening to The Pleasure Zone, and we'll be right back after this commercial.
0: To receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the pleasure zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour, and all while lying down, relaxing?
1: Hello everyone, sweet pleasure seekers, you came in, you're listening. Oh, maybe you did come, fantastic. I'm so happy for you if you did. We're just going to keep going though, because you know what, you might just feel like coming again, because why not? Because you can do it more than once in a day, I think. So this one's pretty fun. I don't know if you guys were playing with this during commercial, but if you were, you might feel um, like your friendship with your genitals is starting to become a little more familiar, a little bit more sweet, a little bit more like giggly and playful and happy. And if you're not noticing that, that's okay too, because you might be noticing some other emotions that have been there for a while. As you're breathing in and you're noticing your genitals, you're actually inviting life and all of these other things that that have actually created your life um, to become noticed, right? So we're this is really about noticing. And it's not about um, taking taking this to like the next level in a flash second. This is about breathing in, noticing you have genitals. Congratulations, you are alive and you have them. And how lucky are you that you do? And you might even have two kinds of genitals. You might have been born hermaphrodite. You ha- might have male genitals and female genitals. How cool are you? You might have had um you might be post-op you might have had been born with one kind of genitals and now you have a different kind of genitals so isn't it fun now whatever genitals you have whether you were born with them or if they've changed in your life or whatever isn't it fun to become reacquainted with them because they're your friends they're here to help you out they're here to actually assist you with pleasure and receiving it's so cool that they are here for that so one of um, one of the things we're going to do is we're going to add a little bit to that breathing. So let's get back to that breathing again so that we can add more to it. So breathing in to eight, and then noticing, huh, my genitals, how are you? And, and this time when you're noticing, I'd like you to notice if you're doing anything with your genitals. Are you tensing them? Are you relaxing them? Are certain parts of them more noticeable, like do you feel certain parts of them more than other parts of them. So for example, for me right now, I'm just going to give you guys the deets. I'm menstrual right now and all you guys wanted to know that. Um so when I'm breathing and I'm breathing in and I'm noticing my genitals, I'm also noticing. I'm noticing like all kinds of parts in there. I'm noticing um the upper part near the cervix. I'm noticing different parts around um like the right side. Like I'm very very aware of of like what is what um what my genitals are talking about right now and and they're also like really excited to be part of this um information to share with the world so so yay it's all about sharing and so just notice and like what do you notice so breathing in and then what do you notice Oh, what parts are some do some parts feel more stressed or tension or more relaxed or do some parts have heat or cool? What do you notice? What's different in different areas? And then breathe out. And that's a long time to hold your breath. So if you breathed out before that, that's great because you're actually following your own body and you're not making me your guru, which is awesome. So breathe in, notice whatever you're noticing. Just notice it and then breathe out. And then when you're breathing out, notice if it changes. So breathing in, there's a kind of energy that's going on there. When you breathe out, does it change? And it might. So I'd like you to just become really familiar with the nuances of your breath in conjunction with your genitals, and you just play with that a little bit. And you can just keep playing with that while I talk, actually. So what we're doing is we're finding a way to activate what the yogis call the mula bandha, and the mula bandha is actually your perineum and your pelvic floor. And we're activating that. And I'm also inviting you to become familiar with everything that you've never noticed with your genitals. It's like becoming so friendly with them that you would know, um, you know exactly what they desire and what they require. um, and, And it becomes very intimate. So breathing and noticing is fantastic because you become really, really present with them. So what is this thing, the mula this perineum, this pelvic floor thing? Well, a lot of you, I bet, in your life have experimented with this pelvic floor thing. Some people call it the Kegel exercises. For this case, we're just going to refer to it as your pelvic floor muscle. And there are so many ways to play with this energy. Um, so we're going to see if I have time to play with it in two different ways at least but the number one uh, way that's the most common is to just have it where you feel like a sense of squeezing. So you might feel that your you might feel like your genitals are squeezing, you might feel like your pelvis is squeezing, you might feel like your bum is squeezing, your buttocks are squeezing. And it's that sensation you get like when you have to go pee and you're not at the toilet right then and so you're like holding, 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 and then you get on the toilet and you relax. If you do have to go pee right now, maybe go pee before we do this next exercise, because if you're gonna relax a lot, um, you might pee wherever you are, and I'm okay with that, but um you just then you're just gonna have cleanup to do while I finish off the show and then you're gonna miss it and that's not fun. So go pee if you need to. And then we'll just continue this. So what is that mulabandha thing, right? So I'd like you to do it in two steps. So just notice that you have a perineum. What is a perineum? Excellent question. So for women, it is that space between your vaginal opening and your anus. And for guys, it's between your anus and the very edge of your testicles because I'm not going to give you guys the technical terms because I know most of you don't have that uh, you don't even know the technical terms. <laughs> we'll just go with those there's that little space there and that's your perineum so um, what's your pelvic floor well your pelvic floor is exactly what it sounds like it's your it's the base the bottom of your pelvis so what we're going to do is we're going to squeeze that So just like you're stopping going pee, and then you're going to relax it. And you're going to squeeze it, and you're going to relax it. And you might only be able to squeeze it for like a teeny tiny second. That's okay. It's better than not. And if you don't even notice a squeeze, your best bet is to really try just to do that while you're like sitting on the toilet and try and stop your pee midstream. That's one way to see if you've actually got that muscle moving and working. One of the beautiful things about playing with those uh, muscles is that the more you do, they actually uh, start to release the juices for women. So if you are squeezing and relaxing your uh, pelvic floor, it will actually engage your vaginal muscles, and then it will start to juice up the vagina. So it's a beautiful thing. So let's just get that going for guys. It will actually strengthen your penis, um, which is fabulous as well. So if you're looking for for a rock-hard, super-strong penis, you can start to do these exercises as well. And there are other ways to strengthen those muscles as well. I've done uh, entire shows dedicated to the strengthening of the vagina and an entire show I think I did dedicated to the strengthening of the penis. I think I called it crotch bit. I believe I did it a few years ago, and then I might do another one again, just because I think there's a lot of value in uh, getting your pelvic floor strengthened. So, And this is just a way to use breathing with that as well. So, So, again, you're going to breathe in, noticing those areas, noticing your pelvic floor, noticing you have a perineum. And guess what? You have genitals. Fantastic. Awesome. And then you're going to breathe out. And this time we're going to add the little practice of that muscle squeeze where it's kind of like that feeling of stopping the pee. So you're going to breathe in and it might only be like two or three seconds. Feeling that and then releasing it. And then breathing it in. And then releasing it. Yeah, g- Kegels are a great invitation to like getting the juices and the vag going for sure. So um and it'll wake things up in ways you can't even imagine. So um, remembering to breathe in and breathe out. And so we're going to actually start to get to the place where your breathing makes like sense to your body, that it would have your body have contractions And it's like training your body, right? So it's training your body that with every breath in and out that it it can have contractions and it can start to build this energy that's like an orgasmic energy. And that's the fun. It's like training your body. Like if you were a marathon runner, you would be out there training. So the same goes for the muscles of your genitals. (laughs) If you want to be like a marathon runner with sex or even just start to enjoy it again, you want to get those muscles going again. It's kind of like... We're kind of like doing the version of of um physiotherapy for your crotch so actually i do know that there is somebody in the u.s that does some kind of physiotherapy for crotches which i think is brilliant and maybe one day i'll change my career and do that super fun <laughs> so now we've got those muscles going right which is great and just remember you're just going to keep breathing in and then you can tr- when you breathe in you contract the pelvic floor so squeeze it feel for like a pulsation and then fully relax, let go, and then you're just going to keep doing that. Because why? Because guess what? We can start to create amazing, feel-good hormones, the dopamine, oxytocin, start to come into the body, your sexual energy starts to get higher and higher, like my buddy's already getting hot talking about it, <laughs> and um, super fun rise of energy going on. And why else would we do it? Well, the thing is, if we know that these these different chemicals are are um, create neurogenesis and they're changing the brain. Well, we could actually reprogram the brain with orgasm. And and why would we do that? Well, your body, while it's in an orgasmic state, is actually in a fully receiving state. Orgasmic states are the, the states of like receiving information. They're the states of um, creation. They are like fully embodied creation energy. When you think about it, somebody had to have an orgasm for you to be created, and I did a show about that too, one of your parents had an orgasm, I called it and it, it's really about the fact that orgasmic energy is creation energy, and if you feel like, you're like, I'm really low on, on orgasmic energy but you're painting 24-7 the chances are you're not really low on orgasmic energy, you've just been channeling it into things like paintings for uh, for quite a while so kind of fun. And and so yeah, not to try and knock thinking that maybe you don't have it. Maybe you're just utilizing it in a different way. All righty. So we've got about 10 minutes left. What the heck? Time, man. Time's flying by like cuckoos. So uh, we're actually going to head off to our third and last uh, commercial break here. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial.
0: to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing?
0: This is the Pleasure Zone with Body Whisper Melissa Yelenich to participate in the program today. Please call in the US call 815-880-8255 that's T A L K or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at melissayelenich.com. Now back to the program.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. So, we've been talking about breathing into orgasm. And if you missed it right before break, we were talking about breathing in and then also squeezing your pelvic floor, squeezing all of those muscles, squeezing your genitals to have that sensation like you're stopping urination and then fully relaxing out. So, that some people refer to it as Kegels, um, some people just refer to it as pelvic floor breathing doesn't really matter what you call it. Um and yogis call it the activating the Mula bandha. And so there's a lot of different things that you can uh call it doesn't really matter. It's really about connecting your breath to your your genital response. And then as you do that, as you become very practiced in that, so that's something that, you know, practice daily and see how that goes for you um you don't have to do it 24 hours a day do like a few here and there where you remember it where you notice it where um you know you you just could be watching a TV show and you're like hey now's a fun time let's practice that and do whatever feels fun for you do whatever feels light and joyful for you and then you might start to build it up so you might sort of, you might do it once in the whole week and that's cool that's one more time than you've ever done it that's awesome and then you might have like 10 times a day and then you might go like 30 times a day and so your body will start to um, become very familiar with breathing and with the energy of your genitals moving and to the point where then as you start to breathe your genitals just start to move it becomes a lot of fun for real so um, I think you guys will have a lot of fun with this when you practice it and then you'll start to notice that there are more nuances, like I was saying earlier. Like, you'll start to notice nuances inside. Um, for women, you'll notice them probably in your vagina and men, uh, and clitoris. And you might even notice it on the vulva uh, in general. You might notice it on, in your your different labia as well. Like, you'll have different sensations going on. And men, you'll probably feel it either in your testicles or in your penis. It uh, really depends. You could even feel it in your glands, possibly. So... There's so much um, sensation that we are are half the time not even aware of that when we start to connect our breath to that, we can start to really feel it on a deeper, more interesting, intriguing level. And then as you breathe, your life force just activates your genitals as well. It gets reconnected. And then you're basically walking around all the time with your genitals being activated and aware and moving and having kind of this life of their own. There's an amazing woman named Saida Desolets, who who does a lot of classes on um, different, she has a lot of different techniques that she uses, and they're all, a lot of them are based on Tantra, Um, and they are all about um, really connecting your body through different things like breathing, and becoming very aware of your genitals, and being very conscious of them, and so that's something to just like play with too like if that's something that you're kind of curious and you'd like more i think she's an amazing resource to check into um some of the techniques she uses are like sipping techniques with um, different things like jade eggs also with penises and fingers and all kinds of stuff it's just a way to actually have your uh, vagina start to receive and get juicy and open and inviting And it's a different energy than Kegels, and it's much more of like a breathing, and then it's like having your genitals breathing at the same time you're breathing, and they're just like inviting everything in. And why would we do that? Like, why would we want to do that? (laughs) Well, if you are interested at all in creating your life in a completely different way, if you're interested in creating a life that's different than the one you have been creating, and you notice that your brain and your thoughts are totally contributors to kicking you in the head all the time, then, this is an amazing, easy way that you can do for yourself through breathing, noticing, becoming connected to your body. And then, as you are doing some of these techniques, you can also start to just, you know, consciously, because you were going to become more aware, you start to consciously choose what energy you're going to. Uh, focus on right so like i was saying like quite often when i'm when i'm masturbating i actually focus on my business and i'll focus on people's health and i'll focus on my own health like last week getting myself out of a a health threat um, it was really helpful to do many things but i do know that um, becoming familiar again with my body and utilizing my body's own resources and power sources to change that is and dynamic so you know whatever it is that you would like to add into your life definitely utilize some of these breathing squeezing um, techniques that these breathing and changing uh, the different chemicals in your body that dopamine and the oxytocin in your body using that breathing to change that mind to actually start to become more receptive to start to choose and create the things you would like to have can be so fun and so relaxing and then you know the more you do it the more you become it and then you just are walking around having that in your life all the time so what are some things you guys can do now Um, if, if this is too much for you if this is like oh my god i'm overwhelmed really i think just starting with starting with becoming aware of your breath just notice that you even have breath notice breathing in notice breathing out the next step would be notice that you you know notice that you have breath and then notice that you have genitals at the same time that you're breathing, so breathing in, breathing out, huh, I have genitals, fantastic. Then the next step breathing in, breathing out, notice you have genitals, and notice that you actually have muscles that you can contract and play with down there. hmm, cool, and the next one would be that it becomes so familiar that your breath in becomes a squeeze sensation like orgasmic release and relax and then it just becomes so part of your life that as you breathe you you actually have that orgasmic energy flowing all the time so thank you guys so much for listening tonight i hope this contributed to all of you and your bodies i hope you start to walk around and feel this all the time and start to enjoy things in your life that you weren't enjoying before until next week stay tuned in and turned on